Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are your first choice for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 125. We are recording live on September 29th, 2017. This week, uh, I'm your host. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Brad and Max. How are you doing, guys? Evening, gents. How are we going? Hi, Max. Very well. I'm on. Ho- I'm Hi, officially Brad. on holiday, so I'm doing really well. Oh, yes. You're another person who doesn't like to work. Uh, <sighs> I, I like to I like to work, but I work quite hard. So I, I, I'm happy I'm on holidays because I will be absent next week from the podcast. I will be in San Francisco, so um, I'm very happy about I'm very happy about my life for the next week. Actually, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't like work, but I like money an awful lot. So I'd be, I'd this be is really the eternal trade off. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, how do you how do you like work and money? I like work to get money. I don't like staying at home for stupid public holidays that don't need to happen, but some people want to take the day off and it just screws us all over. But uh, Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, apart from that, it's an uh, interesting week. We had the uh, Melbourne meetup last weekend, which was great. Uh, sadly, I didn't get the bowl. Uh Sort of, we you're going to have to talk about that a little bit more. Oh, you didn't get two bowl. Yeah. No, I didn't get two bowl. We uh, we booked two lanes and um, was sort of upping and arming whether or not we had enough attendees that wanted to bowl. And uh, when I called for those that wanted to play and pay up, everyone did. And I said to Simon, I say, hey, there was twelve of us there, and um, no, eight of us there and six of us need the bowl. And I said to Simon, we're not going to be able to play ourselves because everyone else has said they want to play two games. So we uh, commentated and videoed and everything else <laughs> and let everyone else play. And it was quite enjoyable. Um, yeah, Excellent. So, well, at least everyone had a good time, right? Yep, yep. So we, we had a couple of sharks there that were talking big games. Uh, their games didn't really come out at the end, but... Uh, they really do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So come on, come on, name and shame them. Who were the guys? Who are the guys who whose games did not stand up to scrutiny? Well, Chris, <laughs> sorry, Chris, but uh, he was he was uh, there was issues because where we were, they weren't really competition lanes. They were shorter, they were narrower. The pins were pulled up with strings instead of being scooped away and picked back up. And we had a few instances where the ball hit pins and they'd wobble, and the string would keep them upright. Um, so. <laughs> There was, there was so some issues. All, all I hear was blah 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 technicality. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cry technicality, but it, it's a great venue. The, the uh, Kingpin Bowling down there in Melbourne at Crown Casino. They've just renovated everything, and it was a fantastic night. I couldn't believe I was paying eight dollars for scotches all night. It just that, that was cheap. That was cheaper than the local pub out here in the country, and it was just I was sold. So. We we gave off we gave away some figures we gave away some medals and uh, yeah I, it was a great night. Sounds fantastic. Mm. Now, um, so I think uh, there's another there's another party going on in Queensland this weekend as well. Yep, Queensland's and this weekend, and Perth is next weekend. Perth is next weekend. So you know, like there's it's like a month long party being a part of the uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia. So uh, you know. Go yep. go hopping around go hopping around the country and go attend some parties. 
Should we get stuck into some stuck into some uh, take your butt to work day reveals winners? You mentioned you mentioned the man already. Simon Chambers was the winner for the take your butt to work day competition this week by placing a few secons in uh, the in the part of his uh, freezer that is for silver whiting. <laughs> I'm Seems glad appropriate. <laughs> I'm glad that stuff's pre-packaged because those secons would be destroyed forever. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I know, right? It's ballsy. I, I wouldn't be game to do it myself. But it's, it looks fantastic. I think it's. I, I think it's fine. I think you might find that there's actually like a, a top on that container. Oh yeah, yeah. But even even yeah. you open the open that uh, sliding glass cover on that freezer, and I'm sure just that that yummy smell of sea. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> just would woof woof what? What you can't see is Simon is actually in a protective um, hazmat suit behind the <laughs> camera taking the photo. So it, like, it really is okay. Um, he's he's quite safe. Yeah, I think the three different varieties of squid, the prawns and the pippies, would be enough to, uh, uh, yes, yeah, skunk out <laughs> any figure. Yeah, look, look, you need to you need to be specific about your squids, don't you? All the all the squid yep. heads. As the case may be. All right, I've had enough. Um, I, I, I can't, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Also, you know, so the blue bait, like I can just see the fish eyes following me around the room no matter where I go. <laughs> to say nothing of the sea cons. Oh. It's, it's stuff like this that always wins. It, it does. It does. So nice creative work and also he's also tied it into the food theme somehow. In a way. Yeah. Take your bot to work day is your chance to get a bot out from the from your from behind your glass or otherwise unprotected cabinet, and take your bot out into the real world and take a photo of them, um, or uh, uncombine them and place them all in a uh, in a freezer awaiting for disaster to happen, as uh, as we've seen as we've seen this week. So uh, do come along into the group on Wednesdays and have a go. Just you know, just take a photo take a photo of a bot that's outside of its display cabinet, you can pose it as much as you want to or as little as you want to and see where you end up. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Asbury News. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? I think it's time to talk about some news. We have a, we, So we've had a very... We've had a couple of very lean weeks on news following um, following Hascon and the like, and uh, this week it's back. There is a there is a bumper load of news this week. Yeah, it's sort of nothing really. There wasn't any big conventions or anything. We've just got everyone's putting out images of stuff. So there's a lot to talk about. Mm. Yeah, the third page decided to tip the hat back into the news cycle again too with some bots that we'll get to. Yeah, it, it's sort of it's sort of like all the third parties were sort of hiding in the shadows waiting for Make Toys to decide <laughs> yeah. what they were going to do with Galaxy Media and now they're like, "All right, they're back." Yep. <laughs> so, shall we um shall we get underway this week some uh, some comparison photos emerged uh, finally showing us the differences between Hasbro's Titans Return figures and the Takara versions of the same. Now, uh, I'm pretty sure in these cases you will find the Hasbro version of the figures on the left and the Takara versions on the right. You can usually tell this because Takara has a lot more detail in their paint jobs. Um, although, actually, just looking at the uh, looking at Nor and the uh, the Shark Tacons here, it sort of looks like the uh, the amount of detail in the paint job is kind of even. It's just split in different ways, and Hasbro's used less colors. 
Yeah. So, Takara so, uh, looks a lot more vibrant. Yes, Takara does look vibrant, but I, you know, I kind of feel like Hasbro's done a better job of matching the G1 toy colors. Yeah, I, I suppose that it's it has that more muted feel to it, but then you also mm. feel like the, the color distribution of the Takara one is more accurate, but the actual color palette is more accurate on the Hasbro version. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm far I'm far happier paying what I did for the Hasbro version than the yeah. Takara ones. It sounds fair. I, I actually kind of like the fact that the limbs are not blue on the uh, Takara one, but the yeah, you know, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. Shall we move on? We also have a look at Hot Rod or the Target Master Hot Rod, as he's named on the package. Now, the Takara version of Target Master Hot Rod is a little bit controversial because of the see-through bonnet. Um, and the, the, okay. see-through, the see-through bonnet has also um, sort of come at the cost of the engine uh, the engine piece there for, uh, for Hot Rod, which I believe, is that actually a part of his Target Master weapon on the Hasbro version, or is that just um, ornamental? I think that's just that's just mold detail. All right. I'm so that's like sure. a... It's a lot of mold detail that's just sort of gone bye-byes there. But uh, the interesting part of this, I think, is the the extra detail that Takara has gone to sort of is only really visible on the arms and that see-through piece on the bonnet, which, I, you know, would have actually been quite a lot of work. And also, they actually, if you look at it, they actually do have a more full bonnet on their figure, whereas um, Hasbro sort of has a chunk taken out of him. Um, besides that, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of similar paintwork on the top of the arms, but the legs are quite different, and they look much more in line with the uh, the G one toy. Yeah, the, uh, the Takara one's definitely gone to that sort of just um, massive black shoes type of aesthetic that Hot Rod often has. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's 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 more that's definitely more accurate. Um, looking at the MP nine as well, so they done the same thing, but just. I love the breakup between the red and the the chrome, oh, not the chrome, the, the uh, grey of the the knee vents and the feet and that on the Hasbro version. Um, I, I can't. I, I can't think it's a bit of a shame that his knee pads don't have more detail on the Takara version. They just they're just black. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I definitely love that maroon color a lot better. Um, it's very, very regal. I suppose you could put it. I guess yeah. one issue with. Uh, paint changes to the lower legs is that on the Hasbro one, because the main colour there is the same red as the kibble on the out of on the uh, back of the calves. Whereas on yeah. the Takara one, the shins are black and the calf kibble is still maroon. So it really sticks out a whole lot more. Whereas on the Hasbro version it sort of just blends in. Yeah. Yeah. I so like I feel like the um, like the Takara designers have basically just gone, well, that's kibble. His feet are, his legs are meant to be black. Um, whereas Hasbro's just sort of tried to make it blend in more with the colours. Still, um, and also quite I also quite like the uh, eyes, the the sort of obvious blue eyes uh, on the Takara version with, mm. the, with the painted crest on the head as well. Yeah, yeah. You got that extra detail there, which is nice. All right. Um, actually, so like what is going on with the bonnet there? Well, that's 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 a whole placement piece for the Takara, where they've removed the engine piece and made it see-through in that amber colour. Whereas, but look at that! There's actually an engine on well, Takara's vehicle mode. I'm guessing it flips around somehow. So sort of Must, just that, yeah. that very top piece. Uh, I guess it'd be a pin shot through the top there, so it just spins around. 
Well, that's where the target master is supposed to go in the original figure, so... Yeah, and there's a 5 mil peg on the vehicle mode there, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Let's have a look at Cup. Now, Cup is a character that we've talked about a few times when... Uh, I believe when the when the original look at this look at this figure for uh, Takara came out, the, the colours were a little bit off, and... They they now look a little bit more a little bit closer to Hasbro's with the aqua, but the the sort of darker, more muted, more aged color palette. But nowhere is the difference between the uh, Hasbro and Sakara versions of Cup more obvious than the face. Mm. Look at the face in Sakara's one. It's like actually, in fact, the whole head. In fact, I didn't realize, but the whole it's not just the face, but the whole head is yep. actually different. I think it's a lot better to find on the on the Takara version. It is. He he looks a lot more obviously aged. Yeah, I think it's this is sort of definitely leaning more into G one, whereas the Hasbro version is more just an ambiguous cup. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Takara's also got old. Uh, Takara also has rounded shoulder uh, shoulders as well, whereas Hasbro's got squared off ones. So that's actually like a significant difference to the mold there. And uh, of course, Takara's Takara's cup has a far more realistic-looking gun, whereas Hasbro's has the uh, the stupid um, uh, Titan Master one with the, the place to sit another bot in the gun. Yeah, it, it yeah. speaks volumes to the diff the difference in the engineering levels. That Takara's, which is a Target Master, looks better than Hasbro's, which is a dedicated gun. <laughs> well, it's not a dedicated gun. It is a, it is meant to be a vehicle as well. Hmm. Um, I think so I actually feel Hasbro wins on the legs. Like I like I like the the yellow accents on the legs, whereas Takara's sort of again just gone. Yeah, his legs are meant to be green, and just made everything as sort of you know dark green as possible or as camo green as possible. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a fair bit more color separation on the Hasbro version. Yeah, but that's that's that, that's them adding paint detail where it's maybe unwarranted. Like there's no none of that's on the animation model, so it's sort of they're just adding that. There's I think highlights. the animation models don't really matter at this point for Hasbro's ones. Yeah. Well, that, that's um, where I just love this Takara one so much more. Just It looks great. So Takara's actually got um, a, a little bit, a slightly different canopy over the chest piece as well. Besides the amount of uh, detail on that's not there, sort of Hasbro's coloured in on the chest, uh, Takara's got a, a, a sort of a, a different detail on the lower part of the canopy where the Autobot symbol is for them. Yeah. Whereas uh, Hasbro's is... The very end of it's painted. I don't, I'm not sure that I really like the fact that um, Takara's Autobot symbol actually crosses over the ridge there as well. I think Hasbro's got... I think Hasbro has the better placement there. Yeah, yeah. Mark, I can appreciate that they've, you know, gone the extra mile in the retooling, but maybe they shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, look, I think I think we might move on from there. That's there's the uh, there's the group shot of them all together there. There's uh, Noor, Hot, Hot Rodimus, Hot Rod, and Cup. Now, um, on a Lego base plate, what the hell? This is this is actually quite common in a lot of a lot of Transformers photos. Is people do put them on Lego base plates because they're a uh, sort of a recognizable piece of road for vehicles to go on, and they're about okay. the right, they're about the right size too. Like. I've, I've yeah. thought about going into um, places like Hobbyco and actually just sort of buying a few a few pieces of Lego Street. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's not not a not a bad deal. I'd like to highlight the fact that mm. on the Nor box, uh, it's listed as having a as its alt mode being a futuristic shark. <laughs> We've seen the future of the evolution of the shark, <laughs> and this is it. 
trapped in a plastic and cardboard box. Um, to answer the question um, in the live chat on YouTube, the Megatron on Brad's shoulder is the bad one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the bad one? It, That's yeah. the later version. <laughs> Percy Constance. Ten, technically, that Megatron's does actually make him angel. Is he the good one or the bad one? Because we, oh, all know that, we all know that the best Megatron in the last night is uh, the Voyager. Well, yeah, I've got that here too, but he doesn't sit as well, so <laughs> ah, he's so lying that, down. So that makes this one the good one at sitting. Yeah, at sitting. Okay. Yep. Now, um, just while we are looking at these, while we are looking at these boxes, looking back at uh, looking back at Takara's uh, Rodimus design with the the see through shiny uh, chest and flames. Look at how that's presented on the box. That's a little bit different. Actually, yeah, we can probably see that better there. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's it's presented a little bit differently there, but yeah. You've sort of made it look uh, a bit more like the, the same color as everything else, but just in chrome. Yeah. 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 Where the original bot had that sticker, that chrome sticker on his chest. So it was a chrome sticker, wasn't it? But this one is yeah. this one isn't a sticker. This is more. Um, oh, that's definitely see through. That yeah, is. transparent part. Yeah. 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 Let's move on. Uh, last week we took a look at some uh, we took a look, look at some uh, unreleased G one figures and some concept art for them. This week it has surfaced that there is an unproduced Marvel crossovers Iron Man figure that uh, someone's gotten their hands on, and uh, this this is uh, this is he. Now, Brad, you pointed out that we did actually get a crossovers Iron Man. Uh, I, I should actually ask who does who does have. Uh, Transformers crossovers in their collection. Max or Brad? Not anymore. Uh, I did no. at the time. I've had the opportunity to, but they just look so horrible. Yeah, yeah I, I, did... I, I can't figure out how Marvel heroes are meant to actually convert into um, robots. Uh, it involves Ooh. bones breaking. Yeah, I had a lot of Star Wars stuff, more so just for the vehicles. Um, hey, not... yeah. Because uh, they'll... Personally, I thought they were great-looking alt modes for Star Wars vehicles, ships, everything else. Um, the the Marvel this Marvel stuff I made was a like an F uh, a fighter jet that we later got Starscream versions in Dark of the Moon anywhere of. Um, Hulk was a tank. Uh, Venom was a repaint of that tank, and it went downhill pretty quickly from there. So. <laughs> <laughs> They, they don't, yeah, if someone actually had put this in front of me after the last story, I would have assumed that this was actually Rodimus. Yeah. 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 But um, so at least he can do the ground punch pose. Um, oh, slightly. It does look like he's about to teeter over, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, there's not even any, there's not even any painted detail on his head there. That's, yeah. The, the figure looks quite small. It's a prototype. Yeah, yeah. interesting in the alt modes of light cycle too. Like it just this might be why it never got released. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, but still, like we talked about unreleased G one stuff earlier, just seeing what they were planning back in the two thousand tens, two thousand elevens, just it's weird and funky and interesting <laughs> to look at. I'm sure if it existed, we'd all hate on it. But uh, yeah, I think we already do. <laughs> <laughs> 
We found this. Uh, we found this last week, and we didn't really talk about it because I think did we say he was a convention exclusive? Uh, alien, alien attack farage. No, no, I was just we we had prototype images of. We we're going to wait right. until we got some color stuff before we and, worried about it. And here we are. So uh, this guy fits in quite well into the into the movie toy range. It looks he, like just about a perfect uh, interpretation of Dino from Dark of the Moon. Yeah, except yeah. for except for that little bit of stuff hanging out under the car body there, right? Yeah, I but, did notice so. that. <laughs> yeah, but but he, he looks he looks pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. considering he turns from uh, almost entirely screen accurate robot into an almost entirely accurate car, that's just it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. and just the posability, the accessories, those two whips to uh, haul in a dreader. Just this thing is awesome. I just yeah. love the detail on this. Is this the first time that a third party has actually made a, a movie verse bot that looks like it feels at home in the movie? Maybe because excluding Wei Zhang, uh, Wei Zhang didn't make anything that looked like it feels yeah. at home in the There's movie. There's a whole they bunch copied. of companies that have put out pictures of, um, you know, they've, they've teased movie bots. Like there's been photos of shockwaves and yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like they're starting to come out, right? But none of them have ever come out. Hmm. So basically, this guy, this guy, yeah, and that unique toys lockdown are the first two that actually seem to be yeah, definitely yeah. coming out. I'm going to put the request out there now because I know they're watching. I want a onslaught mohawk. No, not mohawk. No one cares about mohawk. <laughs> he's, it's, <laughs> he's he's a fine character. It's just the ugliest design to ever. Yeah, I know. What else? They're the only ones you haven't got out of there. That'll do. Give me an onslaught. <laughs> but this this looks fantastic. I just yeah, as I said before, the detail, um, the the, the movie accuracy of it looks fantastic. It looks it looks like for the first time the uh, the the huge amount of detail that a lot of third party designs put into their bots is actually justified in this in this form. Hmm. Here's one. Give believe. me a stinger. Give me a decent stinger for Age of Extinction. They, could, they might be able to just retool this into stinger. Yeah, yeah maybe. Got similar proportion. I'll buy five of them. Mode. I'll get five of them. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still just blown away by how much this figure is doing to transform, but is still so poseable. I think that's fantastic. Oh yeah. I think my only worry yeah. here is that the wires on his uh, sort of claw whips yeah, might end up Yeah, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird too, isn't it? Yeah. It's something so, different uh, so, from yeah, it. yeah, it is something very different. Um, there we are. So, like, yeah, yeah, the claw hooks could be interesting. Mm. That's, a, that's an awesome pose. Very careful with those. But, you yeah. know, if they break, you've still got those arm blades. So... Well, surely it's wire. It's they've got to be wires or something. They can't be just like a a loose plastic. Yeah, it'll be a wire, but wires have a tendency to break as well. Like often, uh, if you get a soft goods cape with a wire running through it, often that'll just snap right out. Yeah, okay. well, you know, I've had stuff that's been broken in the package already. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's. let's I love how. They, I love how. They, I was going to say I love how they're posing here with crankcase, which was a. Darker Moon Dread, where the uh, Berserker is a far better version of that Dread <laughs> without the backpack. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a that's a pretty cool pose there too. That's lovely. 
Let's move on. Let's start talking about some uh, TFCon exclusives. Uh, I believe TFCon is happening this weekend. Or is it next weekend? I can never quite tell. Uh, it's this weekend. This is the DC one is this weekend. Right, yes. So um, MMC has contributed another uh, another repaint of uh, Ocular Max Terragis to become an, to become a uh, TFCon exclusive figure, and he's got quite the interesting paint job on this guy. Yeah, so uh, I guess this is another Paris Descartes rally homage. Hmm. Well, that's it. We talked previously about the yellow version that looked fantastic and here we got another dirtied up hilux and it just looks great <laughs> i love it he does he does look good you know i i i think i think the more time goes on i think the more i regret not not getting that uh that yellow one but mm. we'll see we'll see how i go between the two i think this definitely looks better so you might as well mm. jump on this maybe they're both going to be expensive by now so the thing is that both of both of them don't really represent an actual figure or a character so like i kind of don't care yeah. but this, yeah, well, this does look good. the thing of this guy is the paint it looks so realistic you, it almost looks like it'd be textured you know you could rub your finger along it and feel all the little bumps yes yeah, yeah it, it feels like it, it looks like that right we talked last week about buying bots that don't necessarily have a line a cartoon or anything like that affiliated with it and this is just one of those things where yes it's okay it's sort of it's using the uh the g1 hoist trial breaker design or look but just sort of going off on its very own thing maybe not its own fiction but just saying hey what well, is this bot it's dirty it's, it's a part of a rally somewhere and here it is it feels very much like a designer had something they wanted to do and they just did it hmm. because if you all right if it sells it sells and and if you if you make a bot you're going to look at repainting it three or four times <laughs> true uh, look, look mmc went to a lot of effort last year with their sphinx repaints at uh, toronto and uh, was it chicago for mm -hmm. uh for the conventions and so they had matching paint jobs and more equal and opposite and they had a lot of transparent uh pieces on the figure as well and a lot of detail in their paint jobs so yeah they're, they're not they're not afraid of a paint job are they I just love how they went with a Cylon head on it. Like, I think that's a isn't that the isn't that the Diaclone head that they've uh, repainted or something? Well, that yeah, that's a, that says like Diaclone. It's I don't think there was a Diaclone version of this figure in there, but uh... I thought I, I thought um, I thought the original uh, uh, Terry and Artifacts uh, one of them had a one of them had a Diaclone face because it was a, a homage or something. Well, it's, anyway, it's possible. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. But. I might be wrong. I might be. I might be remembering things wrong. But yeah. Um, so this guy is a this guy is a TFCon exclusive, which means he'll probably turn up on the Ages Three and Up website after the convention. See how you go uh, for pricing. Also, or for... you should be on Planet Steel Express if you can't find it there. Yeah, that's true. They um, they get limited amounts of the convention exclusives as well. That's one convention exclusive. Here's another that uh, this came up during the pre-show. And I think I've said in the last couple of weeks on the show, I'm not interested in this. I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is the, uh, this is the, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Shadow Ghost version of Calidus. Um, 
So MMC has done the proper red version of Calidus. They've done the, the alternative purple, uh, I think they called it spectralism when uh, Rodimus has repainted himself in the comics because he's, uh, he's angry about uh, Getaway sealing his ship. And so we've got, the, we've got the two real ones, the good guys, and now we've got the bad guy. This is the, uh, this is the, uh, the evil version, the, the shattered glass Rodimus. And uh, my, doesn't he look great? And he's got, he's got that, uh, I'm, looking, I'm assuming there's going to be a close-up of the face somewhere here. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, he's got that. He's got that uh, evil moustache and goatee going for him. It look it works really well. Is this is the way? Is it the aesthetic of the original Calendus mold? Is it looks like a really youthful type mm -hmm. of design, whereas the just the way that it's painted and the addition of that goatee like makes it look so much older. It's yeah. it's it's the Star Trek alternate universe uh, rule, right? You add the goatee <laughs> and everything changes. <laughs> Am I the only one who sees Steven Seagal in that face? Uh, I really hope so because I saw a picture of Steven Seagal um, today and it looked like he ate that face and every every <laughs> face around him. Um, it, was, it was pretty amazing. Did you guys not see this? Is that the uh, one in front of a Kremlin? Yes. I've seen some Sorry, of the I, 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 do, I do actually feel compelled to bring this one up, right? Like Steven Seagal, Russia... Tangent. Um, <laughs> bit of a tangent, but like, like just like Steven Seagal in general these days is, I he's kind of looking like a video game bad guy. Looks like a Bond villain. Like, yeah, no, it looks like it, he doesn't look like a Bond villain. He looks like he's been three D rendered and poorly textured. Yeah, <laughs> his, his head just looks sort of oh no, and out of place. Anyway, enough Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> there as well for the next story and now I'm, now I'm lost in my positions in all of these tabs there we go shadow ghost calidus um man am i gonna have to pay another 150 bucks to get my hands on this one yes yes, yes you are <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, going to, so you have to carry the team <laughs> so i'm uh i'm just casting my eye over at the shelf where i do have both versions of calidus up there and so you can sort of see that um, they painted the original Calidus in a particular way, and when they did the uh, the spectral version of him, they sort of went, oh, you know what, we can actually paint up some of the details on this guy in different ways and bring out some parts that aren't so obvious on, uh, on, on the figure in other ways. And then they've just gone, oh, now we can apply that to the black version. So, like, um, there's... There's sort of black and black and grey shared duty going on in the abs there. There's much more obvious arrows on his knees, and the 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 black and the silver and purple really works well on his legs. I think he's also got some yeah. really nice sort of purple highlights on the hood of the car mode. Mm. Uh, like yes, that is right. Oh yes, yeah, you're right. I didn't see that before. Mm. It's a good breakup of the color. You, it's not just all black or grey. It is, and this is there is of course that red canopy as well that um, you know obviously signifies that he's evil, right? Signifies he's a member of the Justice League. Uh, very possibly. Sticking with some of the third-party figures for a, for a little bit longer, actually, um, we're we're going to take a little diversion over to Make Toys, and we will return back to MMC in a minute. But uh, uh, now a message from your overlords. Look at this guy. This is. This is the uh, so this is 
Mato's Thunder Manus, and he comes with the divine suit parts, which form a vehicle uh, around him. And just, just look at that. That guy looks badass. Yeah, it's just something else. I mean, so, so Make Make Toy Striker Manus was already really very a very impressive figure, and so you know a lot of the third parties they go to the Optimus Prime well a few times, possibly a few too many times, and so this is the this will be the uh, I think the third time that uh, the third time they've gone there in the in the Make Toys cross dimension line because they've done the uh, Striker Manus and Striker Noir, and so now here we are with the, the sort of the Power Master upgrade to that. But you know he does look—he does look amazing, um, and he's—he's he's got just that right amount of detail that you know identifies him as a, a bit of a cross-dimension figure with the, uh, the sort of the texture behind those that glass on his chest. And I, I was talking with someone on Twitter this morning about um, an unreleased figure that he showed up, and I said it looks like Make Toys Cross Dimensions because uh, there was such detail in in the legs and the feet, and like this this guy has some this guy has some pretty pretty big pretty big feet on in there and so you can see in that picture there you can see the parts that sort of um you know form the uh form the truck and sort of clip off and they, it's all a little bit clever yeah, um, and if you want to exit that and go to the next tweet you can see it all combined up i will in a minute but there's this one as well so this is it all combined up isn't it yeah oh in the robot mode oh was that not this one no, with the divine parts on it. Okay, well, let's have a, let's have a look at Make Toys because I haven't actually got the other tweet open. Sorry, I thought I linked to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, and there you go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's all the extra parts on there with. Yeah, <laughs> divine divine suit and god bomber. So yeah, so yeah, it's made his feet even chunkier. Yeah, he's good. He's gonna have those uh, shin tilts again. Yeah, he need, he needs to tilt tilt his shins. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look amazing. Games. Also, you know what? So um, I've I've actually been constantly quite impressed with the uh, the price points that Make Toys is bringing out the um, cross dimensions figure out. This guy's gone up for pre order for one hundred twenty five US. That's really good. Like, considering really how good. much you're getting in there. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, pretty pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, I gotta say that that does not look Ew. like a vehicle mode. Ew. That does look like they've sort of cobbled all of the parts together, but okay. Fair enough. You know, we'll, it we'll has it. wheels, therefore it's a vehicle. It, yeah, you know what it looks like? It looks like the rod pod out of uh, out of more than meets the eye. Oh my god. It does too. <laughs> But only, like only around the face, right? It was funny. Like so, Brad doesn't know this, but like um, in the more than meets the eye comics, Rodimus is so up himself that he has the escape ship designed to look like his head, <laughs> which is why which is why it's called the Rod Pod. <laughs> Question. Excuse me. Yes. Does is is anyone else sick of the Power Master Jinrai Target Master whatever Prime? I'm just sick of seeing this. Oh, I've got look, no interest. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not, I'm not really interested in it. But there are people. There are plenty of people who say I, I'm not interested because I much prefer a classic G1 look, which is why I've got Striker Manus, and I don't really care for any others. I prefer that classic G1 look, and I always felt like the Power Master look looked like they'd bolted way too much stuff on just trying to make him look bigger and meaner and Different. stronger. Yeah. Different to G1 Prime. 
Yeah, yeah. that that yeah. Look, look, there, there are definitely people for whom the this is two parts to go with um, Thunder Erebus. Mm, yeah, but, uh, I won't. I won't there, deny. There are people for whom this look is um, an instant must buy, and like I can look at oh. it and appreciate it, but I don't really want to. Exactly. Yeah, it looks. It's a great detailed figure. It's got the articulation that G One Power Master Prime is the emphasis of brick. But yeah. this looks this looks fine. But I'm just it seems to Hasbro done the Titan Master and then then they've redone it and now that we've got all this other stuff coming out of the woodwork. Takara have gone for God Bombard, God Jinrai, all whatever all that crap is and just I'm yeah, there's yeah. a flood. There's a flood of this in the market at the moment and I'm just not a fan at all. Yeah, it. you know you know what I'm not really a fan of? I'm not really a fan of the 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 figures where you have a base figure that you then clip parts onto. Well, like, I, 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 <laughs> but I, but I, I yeah I, I, just, I don't I just I don't really appreciate that that much. I've never really appreciated the way that the cab sits in the Power Master Optimus Prime either. But also, like I, I just feel like engineering wise, if you start clipping parts on, then as you move it, parts are going to fall off. Yeah, it's yep. it's all about because how in a perfect world. In a perfect world, a prototype will not stay together as well as it does in the weird world. But anyway. ideally, given modern toy engineering, they should be able to have it so you can just have a complete figure that transforms from fully combined mode to the vehicle mode to the regular robot mode with minimal parts forming. They can. It's called Power of the Prime's Evolution Mode. <laughs> well, they're just... They're... They're taking a leaf out of Hollywood at the moment. It's just stupid. We've yeah. got the Takara. We've got the Takara Titans, Titan Master, no Power Master Prime. But hey, it it's not wholly complete because there's going to be a sequel. Because we've got a trilogy plan. You're going to get a God Bomber and whatever the other add-on for it is as well. And you have to get them all. You have well, to watch you know, all. you know, at least at least they sort of at least they sell them all together for if you make toys, right? Well, at least Takara have released and not gone, no, nah, we're just going to reboot it at the second part and leave you with Gen uh, Terminator Genesis. I have no idea what you just said. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. We are going to go. We are going to take a uh, take a little U-turn and go back to Mastermind Creations. Now, during the week, the this, this shot of their apparent version of Grimlock was found on 4chan by none other than Max <laughs> who managed to We've leak it. Not leak it. Who managed to submit it to TFW and you now have 7,043 views. Hey, I'm mm -hmm. special. And credit. So this is actually the first time MMC's gone to a Dinobot, I believe. Yeah, and I think they've done. The closest they've done is their. Um, oh god, I forgot the name. Predaking. What have? Mm, what yeah. What's the combiner team name again? I wouldn't call that a Dinobot. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't. I, so I don't mind actually. Like I think he looks. I think he looks pretty good for a somewhat comic style Grimlock. But it's actually been a while since I've really seen Grimlock in the comics. So I'm not really sure how good how accurate this is. Yeah, and also, you know, 
And it's pretty close, except for <laughs> I guess years. Some things the... you don't read. Yeah, but this. What's which, your point? Which Brad? comic? Which comic? The title? IDW. The IDW comics. He's come up in a few of them. The IDW ongoing. This not is... Exodus. Not. Not. It doesn't. Look, it, it don't. Don't try to make out like you know what they are. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> to put words to a title. Uh, last so Grimlock has shown Grimlock has shown up in a few titles, and okay. I believe he's is he currently hanging out with uh, what's what's the alternate Lost Light crew, Max? Uh, the Scavengers. The Scavengers. Is he still hanging out with the Scavengers now? The yeah, he light. was in a Revolution tie-in where they all wound up on Earth. Oh yeah, I don't care about the tie-ins. <laughs> this is yes. This this, this figures based on his design from. Those couple issues of Morven Meets the Eye has been in, and uh, his design for a maximum Dinobots. Yeah, cool. Uh, I look, you know, I don't actually, I don't actually mind it so much. Um, I don't think it's had I the warmest. Posted, I don't think it's had the warmest reception from fans. It's. I think it's just because it's such a departure from regular G One style yeah. Grimlocks. Well, yeah. there's your problem there. You're looking at something that's not G One, which. Well, I think I, I, th yeah. I think the I think the people who are buying MMC's reformatted line are quite happy to have figures that are not actually G one representations of things. I mean, they've really welcomed the uh, they've really welcomed the um, DJD figures that uh, more than meets the eye put into the comic exclusively. So, um, yeah, I look. I, I think I think people who are on board the MMC train by now will be more than happy to see this and buy it. And also, they do sort of have a better track record of announcing figures and getting them out than the other guys, right? Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's very stuff. little that they've announced that hasn't actually made it to production. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen a, a similar, like a uh, a four Cybertron type look to it. I, I posted in the group how uh, pretty much any dinosaur T Rex mode uh, figure we've ever had, the tail has always been too stumpy and short, where this is probably gone you know, 40% the wrong way. Uh, I love the four Cybertron sort of ends of the tail, but then there's just the other half of it is just bulk on his ass. It's just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If I had to hazard I, I, guess how it works, it looks like the ends of the tail sort of come out of his legs and then the Lower legs fold up and around the upper legs. So yeah, I, I love the articulated sections of the tail, but just between that and the hips, it's just there's a lot of girth there that I just don't. It looks weird. <laughs> the tail looks fantastic. It almost looks like a sort of uh, SH Monster Arts tail where we've just got a ball joint in wherever they can. I actually, I, I, I think there's. I, I think the, the the dinosaur mode pictures are not doing this figure any justice. Like, he doesn't have to be leaning forward as far as he is. He can stand up a lot a lot more um, and be a sort of much more traditional T Rex design. I think. Well, that's this isn't even a three D CAD model. This is something looks hand drawn. Oh, no, this is hand drawn, I, doesn't it? I reckon this is a CAD model. Okay. Well, it's a de it's a very detailed lot. lot more detailed than what we got from Hasbro. You'd be surprised. Uh, you'd be surprised what you can do with some textures. Oh yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, so the other thing, the other reason I think it's um, rendered is because the eyes appear to be glowing. Yeah. 
And uh, I don't MJ like doesn't really do light piping or anything. I don't like the uh, the images at the bottom to show the uh, head articulation where you get a massive gap in the neck. Yeah, it kind of looks, looks a bit right. off, doesn't Just it? A couple of the positions, it really cuts into the sculpt. Yeah. I Again, think, uh, that might be the way it's currently designed. It might change, but yeah. Yeah, I, look, I, I, say, I see what you're getting at, but I also think like you're not going to be looking at this figure from directly above. So yeah, and, oh, yeah as you yeah. move that around with that articulation, like it, I think it will look fine depending on what you want to do with it. Yeah, and it's, it. where's where's the photo from looking up underneath where we see all the robot kibble in the chest and he's he's not a car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that thing of that head joint is that there's nothing you can really do about that unless you they wanted to put like a sort of a floating piece over, over oh, top yeah, of the joint. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's gonna really get in the way of transformation. Yeah. But then you sort of look at the G one Grimlock where you got that sort of sliding hinge at the back of his head where you can sort of do the up and down and the rotate left and right. Well, so I, I think, I mean, part of the, part of the thing with G1 Grimlock is that, uh, you know, that's sort of covered up by the, by his transformation process as well. So. Well, um, that whole thing comes off. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, it's, it's early days. I don't think this is, yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. don't think this is due out until uh, about December or so. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Off next year. No, reformatted stuff year? generally comes out pretty fast. Okay, all right. If we uh, if we look here, oh no, it says it's still in development there. So yeah. you say reformatted no, well, stuff comes out pretty fast, but it uh, does. What about Tyrantron? Uh, what about Tyrantron? I think he's come out in the order that in the order in which he was meant to all along. It, it was supposed to come out in May. Yeah, May September. You know, at least they brought out other figures in the meantime, right? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. No, nah, being a Dinobot, we'll report back on this when we get some in-hand images or uh, when it's ready to ship. When someone gets their hands on it. What they do with the, yeah, interested to see what they do with the rest of them. The other yeah. six. But... All right, Five. last uh, last Eight. bit of toy news, Brad. This one especially interests you. This is the uh, Unique Toys Masterpiece style on the slot. <laughs> now, he's, uh, <sighs> he's, def he's definitely looking good on the detail front. Um, and he's got these, he's got these nice big feet with good ankle tilts to, you know, sort of, a yeah, just, a, he's quite, he's quite articulated, looks quite, looks quite big and strong. He's certainly not, got a lot not, of wood. not sure about that gap in the ankles there. Yeah. Swindle, I'm not liking Swindle at all, but my, my whole point with this in the pre-show was, a lot, a lot of people have got the oversize. Whoever done it, the uh, the, the, the Jin Bao Warbitron Bruticus. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm looking at mine up on the shelf now. Yeah, are you? Would you ever be compelled to buy another? No, another Bruticus. It's just no, not 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 at all. But like, not because I have the Jin Bao one. It's just like I just kind of I don't need more combiners. Um, but design like no, I don't care for the. I don't care about the design. Like I don't really care that much about Bruticus, but okay. um, like I actually I like the design of the bots, but I, I just think there's I think there's too many combiners out there already. The third party combiner scene has gone stupidly crazy, and to an to an event uh, to, like 
to a degree, I think you're right. Like people will have bought the Jinbao Bruticus, but I also think I think you might be overestimating how many of those that how many of those got sold because they were produced in such limited runs that they became quite sought after. So that to me seems to indicate that there's not that many people with them out there. Uh, there's, there's been two runs that we know of so far. Maybe there's been a third in the intervening months since I got mine. But um, they're really quite big and they're really quite expensive to ship regardless of how cheap they are to actually purchase. Yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like if you're not around Asia, then the Jinbao Bruticus and stuff is probably not in your collection or even on your radar. So maybe the, maybe these sort of more masterpiece style figures. Now you got to remember the Jinbao run is huge. It's way oversized. It's bigger than bigger than Combiner Wars Devastator. These guys are going to be smaller and their masterpiece style. So, yeah. But then don't forget also, we've got the Toy World one that's been hinted at in the past. It's going to be over $600. And it's going to be the same sort of size. The the masterpiece scaled combiners aren't devastator size. They're bigger. Um, I reckon they're they're about the same or smaller, just a a touch. Because the oversized oversized Bruticus is... Like just a head taller than Devastator. Well, that that Gravity Toys um, Devastator uh, they'd, and they'd leave him alone. He's armless. Oh, just like my Devastator. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, what, so, what's going on? These are unique toys, and they haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Mm, like tell well they have they haven't concentrated on the arms yet. We're missing vortex and blast off, which looking at that it's 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 a fine looking onslaught. Onslaught. Bruticus. Yeah, um, it is indeed pretty nice, isn't it? It is. I just I just wonder how how many times we're gonna keep on going to this and not even touch on the G one well, but anyway. We've we've talked about this in the past about IP. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna rip it off, just do it. Do G one all the way. Don't worry about detail. Just uh, do a screen accurate G one. Not sure that I necessarily agree with that. If you're gonna make a large figure and you go for G one without detail and blockiness and stuff, it's gonna be pretty obvious. And I don't think people will like it that much. Well, we've never seen it for more of that soap studio stuff, but okay. We have. Like they're they're coming out. <laughs> one thing not in one, not in any of our uh, recent purchases for the last two weeks, even though it's out. <laughs> it's not going to be in my recent purchases at all, unless someone gives it to me. In which case, it ain't a purchase. There's a good reason for that. So uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways that you can buy Transformers the Last Night at the moment. Um, so uh, TFW has pointed out that there are fourteen different versions and they've uh, put up a video explaining them all we're not going to go through them all but uh, holy crap there's a lot there and there's also this um the artwork that uh, we're seeing here is actually from uh it's the 4k steel box yes yes that's the one but um isn't yeah this is the this is the collection and stuff there because like you got sam holding up the all spark there and everyone as well so it's this artwork is not just for the last night but uh yeah um 14 different versions of the DVD. If you have a look in the run sheet, uh, there is a link to this story from TFW, the master list. So standard releases is DVD plus digital, Blu-ray plus DVD plus digital, Blu-ray 3D plus Blu-ray plus digital, 4K Ultra HD plus Blu-ray plus digital, 
five movie collection, Blu-ray plus digital, Blu-ray plus DVD plus digital plus bag. And there's also an exclusive release, which is the Best Buy Steelbook 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray plus digital, the Best, Best Buy Steelbook 5 movie collection, Blu-ray plus digital, the Best Buy Steelbook Blu-ray plus digital, Target exclusive art Blu-ray plus digital, Walmart diecast cars Blu-ray plus DVD plus digital, Walmart 360 video 4K Ultra HD plus Blu-ray plus digital, Toys R Us Blu-ray plus DVD plus digital plus the Toys R Us DVD plus digital. Can someone spray, spray, you start the smoke. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about this is that all the exclusive releases, save for Toys R Us, are from stores that don't exist in Australia. So, it's unknown whether or not these are actually going to, going to come our way at all, mm. or if we care. What yeah, we can reveal, they go on, yeah. Oh, that's just... Um, like the, the Steelbook 5 movie collection's got 80 minutes of bonus content on it, whether that's previous stuff that's been rehashed. Um, we do have a... The next story is something that we can uh, sort of I, include I, in I, this I, as well. I, I was about to get to that. We also do have yeah. a really good reason not to, to buy, buy... the Target one. <laughs> not to buy the Target one, which is that... Uh, Part, so you'll see it says feature feature film on Blu-ray plus over 80 minutes of bonus content. Which comes on the steelbook. Which is I think you might find that, that some of that 80 minutes of bonus content is Transformers Combined. <laughs> so you can uh, watch Transformers on last night and just when you think it couldn't get any worse, you move <laughs> on to this. <coughs> it's... Um... We commented last week when we were talking about oh last week week before when we were talking about the uh, Titans Return how Combinables has disappeared from existence. Well, this is yeah, maybe this is why. Shot. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, if if you liked it, if you want to revisit it, if you're uh, in, you will get it for free it with the Target exclusive version of the Last Night. Yeah. If you're in America, I don't know how the hell this is going to work in Australia. Well, yeah, that's that's nothing too. This. Well, I might go buy a Target one tomorrow, and it won't even be included. Look on the back, but uh, it's just, it's just, it's just great. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm all for bonus features and everything else. Um, I don't need to buy a five pack, but if the Target one's got Cabana Wars and the uh, eighty minutes of behind the scenes footage, no, no, so, I no, can so only I, assume. I think what you might find is that on the Target exclusive one, it says. That uh, oh, this one this one includes over eighty minutes of bonus content. I believe Combiner Wars was sixty minutes long, just a little over sixty. So, oh actually, no! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you get the Combiner okay. Wars deleted scenes. Could should have been the whole thing. Interesting, <laughs> interesting that that uh, rumored forty minutes of cut footage is not in any of these. Actually, apparently, Combiner Wars is the cut footage from the last one. <laughs> Ew. Actually, so um, yeah, that's that is an interesting point. It, so none of these actually mentioned the runtime of the movie, yeah. unless the previous story says something about it. Um, so it's kind of funny. Like they say, um, there's 14 different versions of the movie. It's actually not the different versions of the movie. It's actually 14 different releases of the movie. Where you go to iTunes, you got two straight up. Hmm. Yeah. Are they different versions of the movie? Well, one's a standard edition, one's high def. I'm guessing that's a different version. But, but it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Um, does it say in here somewhere? Oh. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have the running time. This is basic stuff. Come on, Paramount. Whatever. I'm saying what their uh, audio is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's be very specific about the. Audio. Oh, the raw treatment transformers in the UK. Oh, it's just, that's the special features. Merging mythologies explore the secrets of transformers history. That'd be interesting to see. <laughs> right, let's move on. Um, that is about it for news. News this week. New new news. New acquisitions. I haven't got any. Brad, you haven't got hey. any. Max, Max. By the way, oh, I, I, by I the do. way, happy, yes, I do. happy birthday, Max. And uh, I'm guessing happy, that happy birthday, Max. I'm guessing that the new acquisitions are part of the uh, birthday event that occurred for you this week. Uh, no such luck. Uh, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> tangentially related, which was um, the NECA Ultimate Predator, um, who was voiced by Peter Cullen. So. There we go. It's, nice. it's close enough. Well, let's pay the convention and get him to sign that. See if it scares the shit out of him. <laughs> Apparently, it was an uncredited role, which was kind of surprising because there's a really good voice acting there. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, it went up in the group for sale the other day, which is just little um, slingshots for Tina to turn really uh, yeah, by render form. Mm-hmm. Managed to pick up one of these for three dollars posted. It's just a nice little add-on really increases the posing potential that you get within it's solid plastic it feels official so i'm quite happy with that and then the big thing i got this week was uh make toys had their sort of uh, fifth anniversary sale where they discounted just about everything on their website and included in that i didn't was, even realize this uh, <laughs> was still the, going uh, on i need to buy some things oh no it's over now i got it on the last day <laughs> But um, it was, they had their uh, make their rear end and hurricane add-on kit, which is their version of IDW tailgate, and the add-on kit to create IDW Cyclonus. Yeah, I've got that one too. He's really good. Yeah, so the Cyclonus yeah. is really nice. Um, I put it on my Henke Cyclonus, and while the colours don't really match, the f- base figure uses a few different shades of purple anyway. So it ends up coming out really nicely, and it's solidly built. And everything. I actually feel like that comes that comes up quite nicely, actually. Yeah, because it's sort of you get a couple of different tints on the forearms and the knees anyway, so it matches up pretty much exactly with the uh, hip skirts and the new head sculpt. Mm-hmm. Only issue is um, obviously scale; it doesn't fit. It's a fairly small figure compared to a lot of the other third-party uh, Lost Light crew. And then it's also the sword is way too tight. You just constantly feel like you're going to break yeah, it. That's absolutely right. It's really hard to actually put in his hand. But other than that, it is a really solid set, um, especially so because of Tailgate, which is just about perfect. You get an alternate crying face and alternate blown-off legs. Um, it's Sing, it's <laughs> tiny, it's about legend scale, but it looks like it jumped right off a page. It's so accurate and really, really expressive. Just no account of how much posability there is. Like, he's got a ball joint and a hinge in a neck. Uh, he's got you know, uh, double jointed knees, two joints in the ankles, uh, friggin' ab crunch. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing at that, uh, at that scale as well. Yeah, this 
like the plastic on him feels sort of brittle, but it hasn't shown any signs of breaking. So like it feels like it's going to break, but it's held up, you know, um, getting into all sorts of poses. So I, I don't know. It feels like a poor quality plastic, but it shows no signs of being bad. So I guess kind of, it's kind of odd, but still a really, really nice figure. I find um, the only thing is I paid I, about 75 ship for it mm. and that's the lowest price I've ever seen this thing. So as far as, as far as plastic quality goes, um, I feel like a lot of make choice stuff shares that same type of plastic. It's not, they don't have the, they don't have the same plastic finishes sort of um, Hasbro or MMC, but and it's also like it's distinctly make toys at the same time. Like if you pick it up, you can tell it's their figure. Yeah, I sort of found it's a very similar feel to their um, their swerve, mm -hmm. but also it's I've also got their versions. They're a cross dimension Megatron and their version of Nemesis Prime. Yeah, and the plastic on those feels a lot more solid than these guys. It feels more in line with official stuff so i don't know like i think between different lines of different designers i feel I, I i feel like it's all make toys plastic but yeah no look the cross dimension stuff i think holds together rather well but um yeah i don't know like I, i've always i've always been able to tell what's made by make toys when i pick it up it, it's a lot of it is also they're seeing this as style is supposability mm -hmm. You pick up something and it just gets in any pose you want it to. Because it's a defining characteristic of the company. Yeah, on the whole, really solid. Excellent. Brad, you said that you actually do have something that you acquired this week. <laughs> oh, finally. Um, come on, come on, little guy. Come on, there you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, last week uh, on Sunday when I come back from Melbourne, I... Uh, pulled into a semi-local retailer and um must oh must be leader megatron they had the uh, leader megatron leader prime on clearance at kmart for 65 dollars and after just seeing it at maya for 89 i uh i had to get it and um there is some contention got the Voyager one here while I was at the uh, meetup on the weekend. Uh, I think Adam had his uh, Weijing oversized Voyager one there. And if you're paying the money, that that Weijing Voyager oversized is the bot to go for. But uh, you can, like, the biggest complaints, the arm cannons, obviously. Um, where's that button? Oh, his uh, face gimmick thing. So just the head turns in itself. And it's not going to stay out. But uh, I can quite do with the uh, oversized one for uh, not having that gimmick at all. It's, it's a gimmick. That's all it is. Um, he's got his big, his big axe blade thing um but it just it feels a lot like that age of, uh, age of extinction prime where it's a bot that the shell sort of comes in and closes the engineering is a little bit better but uh yeah 
but um, but he came with size. He, he, he comes with the uh, the uh, exhaust and um, fire things, which uh, you've put to good use by attaching them to um, bludgeon, the RAD bludgeon there. Yeah, yeah. Um, also brought the young fella. He wanted a Lego set or this, and he got the uh, RAD bludgeon. Um, never got the Revenge of the Fallen bludgeon. Uh, even this is just uh, <laughs> I'll get your human, but um, it's just skeletal. I, I, I'm sure this has some sort of comic reference, but I don't care. Um, it's a nice, a nice looking bot. Uh, good old mode. Um, on <laughs> on Sunday while I was in town, on Monday while I was in town, I put uh, ROD at target were down from twenty nine dollars to twenty four. So. Bumblebee, Grimlock, Thermidor, Quillfire, Windblade, uh, and a couple others all went on the lay-by for Christmas. So yeah, I'm nice. about to get swamped by R.I.D. figures. Um, I gave the young fella the R.I.D. Windblade and the uh, Titans Returned Windblade, and he won the uh, R.I.D. one, and I agreed with him. I don't... The... Uh, Time to turn one looked a little bit fat in the ass, so uh, I got the RD one. So fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I find having having watched it a bit more now, I actually find that um, I do quite appreciate the uh, RID Warrior figures quite quite a lot. I, like they are quite fun. Um, like I've still got Sideswipe and Megatronus uh, up on the top shelf up there. Um, yeah, like the I like their I like their clean lines and I like the fact that they look like the cartoon. So yeah, yeah. Well, more so because the RD Windblade is a character, which is enjoyable. Whereas the Titans Return one, the only thing you can really link that to is Combinables, which she's unlikable. And I'm sure in Titans Return she's going to be even less unlikable. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens when I get there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. Headmaster. Wind blade. Cool. All right. Um, I think we're about done. We've come in at we've come in at a little over an hour, so I think it was quite good for the amount of news that we had this week. Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, yes, uh, we um yeah, well we did knock out half the run sheet before the, before we started, <laughs> so fair enough. Um, it is membership renewal season for the club. If you are, if you were a member last year and you appreciate the effort that the club puts into uh, running live events, keeping the keeping the Facebook discussion group running, any anything club related, please consider donating five dollars to the membership uh, drive this year. You will get access to exclusive members only giveaways, and you get a nice little uh, get a nice little membership pack with some collectors cards uh, with artwork by Justin Masaru, who is on the group and is an all round top bloke. So um, yeah, if you if you uh, if you appreciate the the work that members of the club are putting into running all of these events every weekend for the last uh, the last month and uh, in, on even on to the next couple of weeks please consider chucking us five bucks yeah we've got two more events uh, coming up in the next two weeks uh board of dimensions a local convention here is up next week max you've got a local event there happening next next, next week as well this coming yeah. in a couple of days on this coming monday so i've sort of yeah, been preparing monday. for that Day. We'll be at the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair 
um, which will be yep. at Christian Drivers College in the Adelaide CBD. Uh, TCA will be at sort of a back left corner of the convention. So please, if you're in the area, come say hi. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. So we got a couple of events planned for the end of the year. So you got that in Supernova Adelaide, of course, is coming up in November as well. So Max is going to be busy. Yeah, Max is busy. <laughs> All right, that is it. We are at the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Transformers Weekly is produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. That is Australian Transformers Weekly. We're not associated with the other Transformers Weekly. I don't even know if the other Transformers Weekly exists, but I should just get the name right. You can find the TCCA website at transformerscca.com and you can also find the podcast on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Please over, head over there, give us a review, and if you can't find it in your podcatcher of choice, you will find the RSS feed on the website and in the show notes. You can also find our new podcast. Does it count as new anymore? Not sure. Transformers Legends you will find on Facebook and the TCCA YouTube channel and you can find it at its website which is tflpod.podbean.com that's aimed at slightly younger stuff so the so um, Brad Brad and his son will be discussing all things RID and uh, tiny bots and tiny bots and tiny takes yeah that is it that is it for the show thank you for listening and uh, some of us will be back next week while some of us <clears throat> me We'll be in we'll be in uh, Toys R Us in San Francisco attempting to pick up a Titans Return RC. <laughs> Best of luck. Hey Jet Thank, thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it. Thank you for listening and uh, goodbye. Catch you later. See you guys.